0: Recording my prequel. I'll hit you up when I'm done, but I should be done about the same time. Problem with confidence. Actually, more of more the problem with my blanket statement. That's probably better. Anyways, what can you find me on? I'm out of ideas. ¿Qué pasó, cochinos and sucias? I'm that vato gallo, the chivalrous chauvinist. You can find me at cochino chingón on Instagram. Reddit, Snapchat, sometimes Twitter, sometimes TikTok. Welcome to another episode of Susias. are my favorite. Today's talk is about confidence and the blanket statement that I usually made or used to make with helping guys out to get dates and get girlfriends or just talking to girls in general. Now, my experience is a little bit different than a lot of guys. Most of the guys out there trying to get laid are in their 20s and 30s. I am nearly 50, and I know I look good for my age, right? I was lucky because when I first started trying to get with girls, my goal was to get laid as soon as possible. I did not want to go into high school, a virgin. However, my mom put the fear of God into me, into not getting a girl pregnant. So with that and the girls that I was talking to and trying to make out with and do things with, I think they um, felt or realize what I wanted from them, they placated me with either making out, giving me head, or letting me finger them, or some combination thereof. Um, That, plus my upbringing, not only let me accept no, like, water off a duck's back, but also I had this air of vengeance that kind of, like, just sat within me, where I would think, fine, one day you'll wish you had a guy like me. That's been, like, my mindset throughout my life, is that I don't let things get to me. I figure out a way to get vengeance without physically hurting the other person, just making them regret their choice of not choosing me or not going with me. And that's not just relationships, that's also with work and other things. (sighs) Then I got on AOL, and my podcast fans have probably already heard this story a few times already. So the short version is, back in the 90s, um, as long as you weren't too pushy to try to meet up with girls, uh, you could probably get them to meet with you in person and just getting them to meet you in person was getting laid super fucking easy uh, because that's really all it took was getting them to meet you in person for them to be comfortable enough to uh, decide that you're not a threat to them. And I mean, it, it was really just that simple. It was ASL, 8 Sex Location. They are in the same part of town as you. You send them a message, tell them, hey, or you send them an IM, instant message. And tell them, hey, you want to meet up? I'm over here by this place. Let's meet up at a Starbucks, get a coffee. Let's go over here, let's go over there, let's grab a bite to eat, whatever. But the idea was to get them to meet you in person as soon as possible. Sometimes it even goes straight to your place without having to meet in person. But most of the time you'd have to meet them, go out, have a little bit of conversation. You even have a little bit of conversation in the IM. And then head back to your place or to her place, whichever works. And this, of course, mainly made me cockier than any man should have any right to be. And this is something that the Red Pill tries to teach. To their credit, RP, the Red Pill that is, does make a good point about improving oneself and becoming a better man. Reading books to improve your mind, working out to improve your body, as well as focusing on your career to make oneself more valuable in the dating marketplace. However, they also focus on teaching guys to essentially be assholes. And I can tell you from experience, being an asshole is great there are women who will throw themselves at you just to gain your attention, even if it's only for a half hour. However, I also know, in hindsight, that I've missed a lot of opportunities with good women because I was an asshole. At the time, or even now, I could read a room. When I walk in, I can tell who's DTF as soon as I walk in by just kind of a sense of how they look at me, how long they look at me, what type of look I'm getting from females, whether they're Directly looking at me, checking me out in reflections, checking me out in mirrors. So I can usually tell if someone's down to fucking in an alley in the next 30 minutes. If I'm going to be able to take them home by the end of the night. Or if I'm going to have to get their phone number and take them on a date down the road. Or even in some cases, just get them away from their boyfriend long enough. But being an asshole just to be an asshole, just to have it part of your identity, will turn off and revoke a lot of those DTF willingness. What's more important here is to learn how to read body language. And of course, mean what you say. But those are kind of more advanced topics, not for what I'm going to talk about today. A blanket statement that I would usually give to a lot of guys that I work with or help out through either Reddit, social media, Discord channels, whatever the case may be, realizing that i am had success with women. After realizing that my background is having been an intercourse addict, I would usually tell guys something along the lines of, all you need is confidence, wit, slash sense of humor, and make that's what she said jokes without the punchline. So let me break that down because what I've said and what is understood has been two different things. When I say confidence, I've been told is that they think I mean cocky. And their internalization or their thought process is, I have nothing to be cocky about. And I get it. On the surface, most guys don't think that they have anything to be cocky about. Most guys don't think that they're awesome, let alone have anything to be confident about. But they're wrong. The guys that I talk to and help have social skills. They have a few friends, they have a hobby or two, they're proficient in something that's outside of their scope of work, besides their job, besides their identity of what their job is. Now, confidence is defined as, quote, a feeling of self-assurance of one's own abilities or qualities, End quote. If you've done X, Y, and Z, you're confident that you can do it. That's kind of the confidence that I'm talking about to internalize it when I say you just need to be confident. But what guys are hearing is, I have to be confident with women. I've never been confident with women. So I can never be confident with women. So it becomes that uh, negative cycle of reaffirmation. Oh, I forgot the psychological term, but it's kind of like an echo chamber of negativity, that's, but it's called a cycle. I forget the name of it. After having some conversations with my friends, I kind of sat down and thought about it. How can I better convey this idea of confidence? How can I convince a guy to get off his ass and say, hello, my name is blank. And it hit me. Oftentimes guys go with or deal with The dare, the bet, the humiliation, that you don't have the balls, I bet you won't do it, I bet you won't go talk to that girl. That they get egged on by their friends. So motivation is the word that I should be using, that they should find their own internal motivation to go up to women to talk to them. Because you just need your motivation to go talk to a woman. Trust me, they're not going to bite your head off. At least not literally. They might make fun of you for whatever reason, but more than likely they're just fucking with you. And that's a separate lesson of how to deal with women fucking with you as red pillars call a shit test but the idea is essentially just roll with whatever shit they're giving you if they say oh you're too short to date me and you can hit him back with oh well who said i wanted to date you i just want to fuck you." just whatever it is flip the script so that you let them know that whatever they tell you doesn't bother you and i can go more in depth in the future if anybody wants to hear more about this but that's the essence of changing my idea or my blanket statement of confidence to motivation the second part of it That I got to work with is when I would say you need wit slash sense of humor. The definition of wit is quote, mental sharpness and inventiveness, a natural aptitude for using words and ideas in quick and inventive way to create humor end quote. So wit, in essence, is humor. And I used to say it as an either or proposition because most guys aren't naturally witty, but some guys can develop a sense of humor or have a sense of humor to start with. Now wit is superior to just a plain sense of humor in general in terms of gaining a woman's attention. Anyone can just memorize a dad joke and drop it or try to insert it into an opening when someone goes to, when a guy goes to talk to a woman. You can even turn, you can even use a turn of phrase into a that's what she said joke. But wit displays intelligence and makes you stand out because no one's probably made a joke of what she's wearing that particular day or made fun of the juxtaposition of her and her friends. Height wise, size wise, clothes wise, color wise, whatever. And done that in a humorous way before today. Now, the baby in the family or the youngest of a family is usually naturally gifted in a sense. Even if it doesn't come naturally to you, you can still learn how to be witty. Or at least I hope you can. Pretty sure YouTube has some channels or some videos on how to be witty. So from here on, I'm going to drop the slash sense of humor part of my blanket statement. Lastly, we have make a that's what she said joke without the punchline. In other words, using double entendres and letting her think or even letting her say that's what she said. And I've had to explain this a lot of times and give a few examples. But in essence, using double entendres and pause for effect to let them realize what you just said or hear specifically that that's what she said joke. Or in other words, just be a pervy 12-year-old. But use it sparingly. However, when I was giving this advice, I was in the mindset of just getting it in, of just having sex. Because that's what most guys have wanted help with. But recently, a friend of mine made it clear that he wanted a girlfriend. And if he really wanted to get laid, he said, oh, I just go pay for a hooker, which if you can find one legally, fine, go do that. But realizing that not all guys are trying to get it in, I'm going to change the last part of my sentence of, damn, what was my sentence? Oh, uh, make, that's what she said jokes without the punchline. I'm changing that to making your intent clear because some of you want to get laid and some of you want to have a girlfriend. Some of you want to get to know the girl before you decide whether you want to have sex with her or you want to have a girlfriend. So how do you do that? Well, if you're trying to get it in, the easy part is using double entendres, making that's what she said jokes, and going in that direction. So that part, most of you probably already know. The Having the intent of wanting to date is making it clear that you're a man, you're not here to be in the friend zone. That's difficult, I think, for most guys to... uh, convey or to... Act out as, what's the word? I'm trying to, I'm trying to. So the idea is most guys try to impress girls by being nice, by being the nice guy, being the gentleman. And it's perfectly fine to do that. I personally go that route myself. I open doors for women. I pull out chairs for them. I don't let women touch door handles whenever they're on a date with me. However, comma, I also don't let them walk over me. If they make any jokes or make any type of insinuation that, oh, I don't fuck my friends, whatever. I make it clear, hey, I'm not here to be your friend. I I jump on that and directly uh, confront whatever issue that may come up that she may think that she's gonna put me down or make a joke or make it seem like I'm gonna put up with her being a bitch. I won't tolerate that. Not from a friend. Not from a date. Not from any prospective thing. So you have to essentially stand your ground. You can still be a nice guy. Still be a gentleman. But you also don't have to be a doormat for people. And that's something that's a life lesson that you should take on throughout your life, not just with dating, but also with work. Don't be a doormat. Don't let people walk over you. It's perfectly fine to be accommodating and helpful to your coworkers, but it is not fine. It's not okay for you to be the one that has to do your coworkers' work. I need to work on that. The idea of making your intent clear because. It works in my mind of what I'm trying to not convey because it's not coming out. In my mind, I know what it is I have to do, but putting into words what I would do in a certain situation with a woman going out on a date, it's essentially not letting them walk over you, not letting them make fun of you. It's okay to to poke fun and and rib each other, um, crack jokes, but not let yourself be put down. And then there's kind of a fine line with that it takes a lot of practice to realize that there's a difference but in essence that's the point so i'm going to kind of give you an example of how i would approach a woman one is me at a grocery store this has been successful for me more often than not i typically try this at target whole foods trader joe's the more upscale places and what i would do is i would see a female that I find attractive notice or make sure that she's alone she's not in a hurry and that she's not kind of like on her phone talking to someone that she is not with another guy that she's not with another girl that she's there shopping and she's shopping leisurely she's not there going aisle by aisle and checking things off a checklist she's just kind of there taking her time ideally i would be in the same aisle as her i'd have two or three ingredients in my hand and i would go up to her like, hey excuse me um do you know any recipes with like pasta and ragu like i don't i don't want to just dump this together do you have any other ideas that you could use with this Or if I don't have anything in my hands, I would see that she's, what's that, organic, um, Annie's, Annie's pasta. I go to her and ask her, hey, look, I usually get the generic cheap stuff. I see you got Annie's in your hand. Is that any good? Is it really better for you? Ask her a question that's not related to her, her body, or anything. You want to make her feel comfortable and at ease with you and let her know that you're interested in her and who she is and what she's got going on. That you're not there to pounce on her to try to date her. She gives you whatever information. You go, all right, thanks. You know what? I'm going to give it a try. You grab a box of Annie's, you walk off. Go next aisle. You run into her in another aisle because you're in a grocery store. And unless she's there in and out to get one specific thing, she's going to be going aisle by aisle or every other aisle for things. Run into her in another aisle. You can make a little joke. You're not following me, are you? Or are you stalking me? Make her laugh. Say something funny. Also, another thing that I would... Highly recommend is to always have business cards. Even if you don't work for a company that has business cards, spend the 20 bucks, get a business card with your name, your phone number on it, and your profession, whatever. And carry a couple of them on you, hand it out to her and tell her, hey, look, you know, I think you're funny. I think you're cute. I think you're whatever. Here's my number. Give me a call. Let's go have a coffee sometime. Let's go have lunch sometime. Let's go for a hike. Let's go to a park, whatever. Get a vibe or an idea of who she is. This is where wit comes into play because you're paying attention to what's going on in your surroundings. Another situation, something else that can work is if you meet a woman in public, whether it's at a park, mall, store, anywhere that you would be out in public outside of a grocery store and you find something on her, something about her attractive. It's perfectly okay to walk up to her and compliment her. Just don't compliment her body. If she's got a huge rack, don't say, Oh my God, nice tits. Worst thing you possibly say. Walk up to her, tell her, "Hey." That's a nice blouse. You're the same shape or figure as a cousin, sister, friend, acquaintance, whoever. Where'd you get that shirt? I think I should probably want to get that for my stepmom, my mother-in-law, my, no, wait, not mother-in-law, sister-in-law. There you go. Someone to show that you are thoughtful, that you are proactive because you're thinking ahead to get a present or a gift for someone else, and you want her opinion on it. From there, you can move on. That's a nice dress, top, whatever. I like your style. Listen, if you don't have a boyfriend, here's my card. Let's get some coffee. Maybe you can give me some ideas on how to shop for my friend. Now, the idea isn't to try to get her to agree to go on a date with you right then and there. The idea is to put yourself out there, to introduce yourself, give your contact information out, and give her a reason to reach out to you again. Now, ideally, there's better ways to build chemistry to get her to want to call you and reach out to you in the future. But these are the basics for those of you that aren't used to going up to women, talking to them, and having a conversation to give them your phone number or get their phone number from them. And a lot of times asking them for a phone number puts pressure on them can make them feel uneasy because you also have to be aware of your surroundings if they're with friends or if they're at work. Work is a really tricky place to ask a girl out for her phone number because she's stuck there. She can't like escape and get away from you. She has to be there and be courteous because she's a... customer-facing employee and so it can be creepy for her and she has to be polite and she might even give you a fake phone number i even had that happen to me one time back at a club (laughs) oh man that was a flashback so back in 97 no wait 98 99 whatever late 90s i was at a dance club dancing with a girl started talking to her asked her for her phone number had a pen and piece of paper on me but she's writing the phone number down and as i wrote it because the way she said the phone number she spelled it out a uh, number by number and um, there was a oh no no she didn't spell it out she did uh like 55 5570, the last four and uh when she gave me the phone number and i wrote it out and i looked at it and i go bitch fuck you and i threw the number at her and she was like what and because i grew up in the north side of town and that is where gallery furniture is in houston and the phone number it was part of a jingle uh six nine four five five seven oh and she gave me the phone number six nine four fifty five seventy like bitch i know this number fuck you you know fuck off you know you don't want to give me a number just fucking say that have the balls to do that so because i confronted her and told her hey have the balls to tell me to fuck off that's fine fuck you i don't want your number turn and talk to her friend i say, hey and I got her friend's phone number, and then she got mad, and it was it was a whole thing. Eventually, we all became friends. Nothing ever really happened. We were just, I made out with whatever. Um, anyways, man, time flies. Thanks for listening. I love you. You're worthy of it. Until next time, vessels.